something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. Big breath. Maybe we can keep in touch. Like it did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. And I wish you well. Oh, sign your Well, breathing helps. Pretty good breath control. Breathing helps. You did really good. I never thought about it. I did. I, I tried to do good too because I find myself in the same position. Position? Right yeah. Um, what is the release date of this? The 13th. Spooky. December. Mm-hmm. Wednesday the 13th. <laughs> That's a good cackle. Thank you. I practice. Um, man, Wednesday the 13th, that is like prime, like, ugh, middle holiday season, trying to get things done, stuff you haven't even thought about yet. Yeah, it's the, you know what? I feel like it's, we're probably close to day one. Of last minute, ooh, right, with tw- yeah, because you would like 12, to be done before out, now. Twelve days out, you'd like to be done before now, but you're not. This so this is like day one of last is this minute. The start of the twelve days of Christmas. Twelve days out? No, 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 no. Why? Wait, yes, yes. Is it? <laughs> Why can't we do math? Why do we need Lisa to? <laughs> and then do you mathematically? We're both yes. looking at Lisa like Lisa. Tell us. I just don't know if there's like. Some other religious thing, like it doesn't act like it ends the day before Christ. I, I don't know how that works. That it went forwards and backwards because then I was like, "Wait, is on the twelfth day you give the twelve things, on the, and, and then the, the I think last the day four- is the first day." I think the fourteenth maybe is technically because the twenty fifth counts as a day. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. So it starts the fourteenth. So you got two days. You are in the guys last tomorrow. Minute. Tomorrow starts twelve days of Christmas. No. Yes. Yeah. Get your birds together. So this together. is the Get last your, minute. Start wrangling your birds. Do you remember what all of them are? Without singing it. Uh, the dove, turtle doves. Well, that's not That's not even one. I don't know. No, that's all I got. And the first day, a partridge and a pear tree. Oh, a partridge. Two turtle doves. And two turtle doves. Three flower hens. French hens. French Three hens. French hens. Flower four hens. Turtle, four turtle doves. Four calling four birds. Four calling birds. Five golden rings. Okay, so they're not all birds. Six, Six geese laying. All la- laying, right? Uh-huh. Wait, so what Seven are all golden rings or not? No. Okay. Seven swans are singing. Eight lords are leaping. Swimming. So also not bird related. Eight lords are leaping. Nine, Nine maids are milking. Not bird related. It's eight, sexual. Eight ladies dancing. Fair. Well, milking, you know. Eight, eight ladies dancing. And that's where that started. Dancing. Nine maids are milking. Yeah. Nine Maids of Milking is one of my favorite nominees for the Avian Awards yeah, this year. Yeah, I was going to say adult films. <laughs> ten Lovers I Leaping. I think Lords of Leaping is ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eight is what? Eight, Eight is Ladies Dancing. Ladies Dancing. dancing. That can't, is that Nine. right? Ladies yes. Dancing? Yeah, because then 11 Pipers Piping. Yeah. 12. And that's also Drummers sexual. Drummers drumming. Drummers drumming. 
It's all, I think it's really just an orgy is what it is. There's always that thing you see around this time of year. It's like, do you know how much it would really cost? Tonight at 11, break it down how much it would cost if you really gave someone the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That's the research they do at the news. Yeah. Finally, we're going to find out what is it cost to really purchase the 12, the 12 days, days of Christmas. Right how do we not have our own morning show? It's like Apple TV Plus, but it's us and it's local and it's like very like, it's basically like modern day Anchorman. I'm going to pitch all of this. Do it. Now that we're at Will Ferrell's big money players network of all of on iHeartMedia. Of all of those, all I w- would accept, like be like, I get, you're not even happy with, but fine with is five golden rings. I, I'd watch those women milk. But other than that. Yeah, you know you would. I'd go yeah, yeah, yeah. slower. Milk it. You ever milk a cow? I don't know. I don't think I have, but at the same time, I'm like, did I go to a camp as a kid? Without looking. You know what I mean? Like pioneer Without looking or something. Unless she already gave it away. Do you think Liz has ever milked a cow? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Have you? No way. Not even close. Oh. I just Not even near it. Well, I was going to say probably all of us because all I thought was Pioneer Town Camp. Didn't we all do something like that? <laughs> no. No? Not Pioneer even at like the Science Town Center? Camp. I went no. to Blues Camp. Uh, or Blues? Or That's Volleyball Camp. Rooms. I went to Blues we Camp as a kid. Day. What do you even learn there? You're just had a kid. A, you haven't really a, lived a blue life yet. <laughs> we did. We'd have to like... <laughs> right. Oh, that really was Blues Camp? Was yeah, singing we, the blues? And we'd have to like ad-lib our hardships. I yeah. was 11. Yeah. Oh my God. Had a spelling test. <laughs> Do Didn't you know the words? I feel like Carissa doesn't explain <laughs> it all. I don't think she explains much of anything now that I think about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've I, we've documented. I've been I've been shoulder deep in a cow, and I've milked oh, a cow. I don't know that we have mentioned it. Yeah, I've artificially inseminated a cow. You go all the way. I no, mean, you your have, whole I mean, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. Do you think they like it or they like? Oh, they don't even seem to notice. Oh, and also, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? I don't want what? To, what I don't, were you? It was what an were you even? It was an off-color <laughs> joke that I will tell you, you two, when it's just us. <laughs> oh, I am gonna hunger for that. I won't forget. Let's go it. to break really fast. Let's go to break. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back, yeah. folks. Why? We're going to the letter. Let's, Let's go, go to the letter! During the holidays, it should go ching, 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 like jingle bell sound. Can you insert that? No, don't make her do that. Yeah, I'll find well, it. Well, it was your idea. Yeah, but not to have actually have done. Whoa. Okay. Here this was go. sent to us? This was mailed? This was mailed to us. There's a design From I saw. Black Rock Cinema! There's a design on the envelope, and I'm seeing a design here. It's creeping me out a little bit. Cultish. Cult, so we are. Cult related. Dearest pen pals, I hope this letter finds you well. I am writing you from my favorite place in the world, Black Rock City, Nevada. The ephemeral metropolis that forms on the... Is that ephemeral? Ephemeral? Yeah. Uh, metropolis that forms on the Black Rock Playa for Burning Man. I finally became paler on my drive to the playa and had to write you to mark the occasion. Wow. Luckily for me, Black Rock City has a functioning post office, just like any other city that delivers mail into and out of the playa. When you two finally make it out here, please share your location so I can send a letter to your camp. I'm currently sitting in center camp drinking a a cold root beer. The sun is shining. The flags are flapping. It's dusty as fuck, and I'm having the time of my life. That sounds like the opening sentence of Kerouac. Almost famous oh, letter yeah. he writes back to the yeah. Rolling Stone. One of the principles of Burning Man is gifting, not bartering. And nearly everything out here is brought by a participant to freely share with others. The only thing you can buy is ice. Gifts can be anything from drinks at a bar, BYO cup, intricate handmade jewelry stickers, breathtaking performances, or a hot slice of pizza from a mobile oven in deep playa at sunrise. Do you want to know a little, little tidbit about that? That pizza from a mobile oven in deep playa at sunrise is Greg Barris. Really? He's making those pizzas. Really? Yes. He told me that they were going to do it again because they did it last year, and I think they did it this year. Uh, and they make like 60 breakfast pizzas or whatever the fuck they make, and they serve them up. And it is from what he – I mean, he, he had a pizza restaurant when he was in New York City. And I think he was like, it's dope pizza so how crazy that this person is talking about his and thing and he's our friend and there's thousands and thousands thousands of people. of people and they're talking about our friend and they mentioned it this year my friends and i brought a fairy tale cafe to give out iced matcha lattes in the hot afternoon how fun is that i don't know what it is this took months of preparation and many hard days of work to build but seeing seeing the jr little camp seeing the Joy, our little camp, has brought so many people, has made it all so worth it. When you two make it out here and would like, uh, what would you like to bring to gift? Interesting. There are definitely camps you could perform stand-up at, but maybe you'd like to do something different from your default life. I'd love to hear what ideas you come up with and hope I have a chance to receive your gift out here one day. Much love and dusty hugs, Caleb. He, him, use my name. Caleb Permish. P.S. What's your favorite kind of pickle? <laughs> this always happens. Mine is a fat, juicy deal spear with a little kick to it. P.P.S. Just remembered a new episode came out yesterday, so I'm back to a penny <laughs> all in one letter. <laughs> all in one letter. Oh, I love what that. Is, is that Burning Man symbol in the top right? Fancy fucking stationery. Mm, love that. What does it say on the other one? 
PPPS. Bacon is best chewy, right? My partner likes hers crunchy, which to me is borderline sacrilegious. You're throwing too many things at us here, Caleb. You're, this. You're, you're baking out there in the sun with the root beer. Uh, this is the Burning Man symbol. It must be, right? It is. I believe it is. Um, yes. Yes. Has to be. Yes. The answer is yes. Um, Why would you throw two different food things at us and then be like, "Hey, yeah, but really answer this other part. Let's not even talk about the food things. Let's be, let's be the first time. It's impossible. Chewy bacon? Okay, first off, I don't want chewy bacon. Of course not. Okay, we both agree. Lisa, you don't even like pasta, bacon, pizza, cereal, joy. No, it's got to be a good, good crispy bacon. Crispy bacon. ELT crispy bake? Crispy bake. <laughs> Sergeant. 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 Um, insert that in. Um, you don't have to do that. No, no. Um, good handwriting. Let me. I couldn't read some of it. I and know, maybe that's I overall. Maybe no, no, no. You're right. Me. I could see it drifting away at certain points. But let me. Let me. Uh, just real quick. I don't really have a favorite pickle, nor give a fuck about pickles. But if I'm making a sandwich, maybe I do want some butter and chip pickles or whatever the fuck, you know, it's a little sweet kick to it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a, when I go to a deli, like a, like Katz's, like a Jewish deli where they, you, they give you the fucking 18 pickles. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to eat them. But if they also came over and said, we're not doing the pickles anymore, I go, that's fine. Just bring me the sandwich. I don't yeah, know I think so as well. Do you know what I mean? But a pickle. I'll like, eat them. A spear on But I don't have a specific Chicago that I like. dog. Do you like relish? On a hot dog, yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you, when you were in Disneyland, did you get one of those big pickles they have? No. That's I'm not great, drawn to it. Mm. But I, I mean, if you're telling me that's a life changer and a game well, changer. I'll I do don't that. like pickles, but. Okay, well then maybe. But they, all, they do those. And they're amazing, and then they do pineapple spears that are amazing too, and you can just yeah. get them and chomp right into them. So starting people that I know that like pickles, though, I'm starting to get into pineapple. Mm. We're gonna fade if we don't get back into it. How good did that sound? Sitting in the hot sun, drinking a cold root beer, and the flags are flapping. And I don't like the dust, but that's Burning Man. Is it? Yeah. All you're the like time? you're like this, and you're not trying to not breathe in the dust, and people dust is getting kicked up. You're out on a plane. Still love it. People love it. I think they love it in a way where there's nothing else like it in the human experience. I heard people were trying to paint this year as a, this past year as a disaster, and then I've heard from other people like, "No, you just had to wait a day." Greg is one of those people that, and Cor, our friend Corey is also one of those people that was like, "Yeah, of course the news is going to be like they're trapped out there, and people are having a fucking Diplo is walking out and hitchhiking out, and Diplo it's and, Chris and Rock. people, it's a nightmare and all this stuff." And I think you know, uh, I think a lot of people. Uh, who have different personalities. I think a lot of people buckled down and went, this is not so bad. Let's just help each other and do it. And then I think other people were like, ah, I got to get out of here. This is a nightmare. It's not what I wanted it to be. Right. I'm wet and muddy now. And I think other people were like, hey, because I saw footage of people under a tent and four musicians playing and singing music and everybody dancing. And I mean, it's in the chaos that everyone is describing is like, these hippies are trapped out there. And all, all, all these people were like, ah, it serves them right going out there. Now, there are a lot of people that do talk about how that is sacred uh, uh, land uh, for, I don't know if we, I just watched this Lakota Nation versus uh, the United States. Interesting documentary. I highly recommend it for everyone if you want to know uh, sort of what we, how we became the United States and what we did and how absurd it is Uh, and evil, truly, that it is. But apparently, this is like sacred land for um, Native Americans. And uh, so there's people go, ah, they shouldn't be out there partying and doing all this for that reason. I don't know where I stand on that because I got to say deep down my soul wants to really go out there and experience it and see what it's like. So I'm going to go down that road instead of saying we probably shouldn't go out there and be doing this, mm-hmm. uh, which is maybe the right thing to do. But in the for the sake of the discussion, this 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 Burning Man is going to continue to happen and people are going to go anyways and this person went. And I can't say that I wouldn't try to go uh, next year to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what gift I would bring though, but I do love the fact that you bring things and you share and that is the economy of the space. Bring what you need for yourself, your food, your water. You've sort of rationed it out. You've got your sleep space. You're not. No one's really showering, I don't think. Um, and then there's just a ton of art 
all over the place and people have built things and there's like, you know, temples I think people have constructed and, and resurrected and you're just out there in a space that doesn't exist in any other part of our lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the gift would, you would be. Would still want to do it in, in, in earnest? I, I, I would. I really want, I want to go experience that level of community of uh, people. While I do hold a, a space in my, my soul for thinking maybe it's not the right thing to do because it is on stolen land, I also have to concede that most of the country is stolen land and I've come into this space as it's already, that's just what it is. But here is an event that really promotes peace and togetherness and community. And yeah, you've yeah. got to have the finances to do it. There's also, there's little things you can break down about it. Is there a certain level of privilege that people get uh, that it's available for them? Sure. Are they able to get in? Is it becoming more of a corporate thing? Is it celebrities coming in and glamping and it's less kind of what you're hoping it is? I couldn't tell you because I've never gone to do it to experience it on my own. But right. the thing that I seek in that space uh, is the feeling of community, which is what I would like to believe makes any space uh, sacred. So, what do you think? What I do want to go because I do want to. I fucking want to feel in a different place in a community. It for me, I don't want to go out there and do like crazy drugs. I want to go out there and just experience. Be like, man, for the next seven days, I'm living in this dusty playa and I'm camping out and I am going to be hanging out with people. I don't fucking know with my friends and maybe we're drinking, maybe we're not. We're walking around. We can, you can walk way the fuck out. It's massive. It's a massive area. Yeah. Um, I just want to go experience artsy Mad Max in a weird way. Yeah. What do you think our thing could be that we would do? Now, a lot of times, certainly if you and I were going, I bet we would find ourselves in a group that already does a thing, and they'd be like, all right, cool. We, 100%. We, we yeah. give out, like, uh, yeah. like if we went with Greg, salad sandwiches. Or if we went with like Greg, that. we would have helped concoct yeah. pizzas. We would have stayed up late at night and gotten up, or, or just stayed up, and at 6 a.m., you're telling people, there's pizzas out here if you get on a bike and come all the way out here. Um, Corey told me that one time they popped into, like, this big communal bar area under this massive tent, and Corey just made a quick he just said hey look that me and all these other uh guys over here we're all comedians do you guys want us to come in here and do a stand-up show and the whole place was like fuck yeah like loved it and then he was like so then we just did a show for all these people and they just watched the show and the vibe is like great because the moment someone's a dick everyone's putting that flame out with like whoa that's not what we're doing dude we're here these guys are just getting up there doing their thing like yeah. It's so yes and. I remember Corey told me a story of a guy going around with an invisible camera and being like, come on, bud. And like everybody was like, like the guy's got an invisible camera. There's nothing there. But it'd be like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, come on, get, come on. And like get everyone's getting together, like posing. And the guy would be like, oh, hold on, hold on. It's just, all right, there we go. <laughs> no one is going, Come on, like this is dumb. It's stupid. Right. Instead, it's going. Let's just be five years old again yeah. for the next seven days, yeah, and see what that's like. And I think that's what I, I crave. I couldn't say what uh, a gift would be because I, while I do go, oh yeah, the default life. But if someone was like, yeah, they put up a screen and they show movies, I would be like, oh, let us get microphones and make fun of the movie. That's the th the thing that I you know how to gift is laughter. So mm -hmm. I would maybe go, all right, well, if you don't want a stand-up show or you don't want this, maybe I would try to find, and you're probably the same, how do I give that gift of laughter? Or is we there a, a pen pal system or from one group to another? Pen pals. People write an anonymous letter yeah. to anybody. We go deliver that. Yes. And they have to write something back. And That's for the actually week, a, for the really week, fucking... Be post for the week, we are taking... Mail carriers. Yeah, but, but only for pen pals because... Because this, they doesn't he say that they have a yeah. post office there? But yeah. we're just we're pen pals post office. Yeah, we're like, just so pen you're not bells. writing to yeah, anybody. Uniforms, you know. shorts, and a bike, bikes, <laughs> little bells. Yeah, yeah. Hats get a whole. That's a great fucking idea. That's yeah. really fun. Going that's around like delivering mail and asking people, you got any letters for your pen pal? They don't know who they're writing yeah. to. But also, they don't know who they're writing to, and we don't know who we're delivering it to. We're no. literally just like, there you go, like giving people like, like uh, what's your name when they say yeah. it? Like, oh, there we go. And, maybe and like, like letting people go, I just got delivered a letter, but in the letter, 
even like encourage people like yeah so we'll come if you want to write another we'll come get one tomorrow yeah they will give them a little flag they may, they're and just they letters that out. we know the next day if the little flag is out that there's a they have ones to take back to the other yeah yeah, yeah. They don't, nobody knows who they're writing to yeah. each other it's yeah just yeah a pen pal i love that we're just random people that letter then goes to someone else that letter like there's yeah. no there's no back and forth it literally is yeah. just yeah that is a very fun uh idea i'd um, be down to do that with you i'd be down to do that um I would also say uh, a uh, a uh, what's our a cabin deluxe cabin supreme yeah a little st- cabin supreme station where people walk yeah. up and uh, eat, we have a menu it just says cabin supreme and yet we still go what can I get you <laughs> like we still ask every time They're like I'll do uh, one cabin supreme or or we say the only thing you can order is a cabin supreme you're not allowed to say cabin supreme. So yeah, we, what yeah. do you got? Yeah. Yeah, give me a twisty lemony poppity yeah. stop. You got it, buddy. You got it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever they name, we That's know how funny. to make it. I like that too, Roar. That's a fun little, I like that a lot. little game. So the idea is if, if they had a root beer, someone gifted it to them or they brought it, right? Yeah. This is, this is crazy to me. But also the sunrise. Have you watched footage? Have you ever looked at like what it looks like out there? Zero. Oh my god! It, you watch. I mean, there's a huge photo at Randy's house. You watch one video. That's you're wild. you watch one video and you're immediately like, oh my god. There's also you watch one video and you go, I don't know if I can handle seven days of that. You watch. That's one, what you I'm might worried be like, about. But you don't have to go for seven days. You can go, you can do whatever you want. But you're supposed to stay and help clean, aren't you? You, I mean, the thing is, look, if you're like, I can't mentally handle it for seven days, and you go, I cleaned up my thing, and I, yeah. Okay. You want to leave it better it's, than it's how you found to look, it. it. Pristine. Yes, and I think it does. Like, yeah. there's nothing left. So that's another argument people make, where they're like, yeah, people just take their trash and then dump it in Black Rock City, or like, like so that city is like, hey, thanks for leaving us with massive amounts of trash to, like, take care of, because you guys cleaned that space, and mm-hmm. now you all you did was transport it over here. Now we have to deal with it. So... I think there is, and I could be totally wrong. Someone could. I, I'm going off of what I've heard. Again, it's no, nothing I've ever experienced. The but, last night is the big burning, and then they burn. Yeah, the Burning Man is the the last night um, of it, mm. and then you, and then like getting in there and getting out of that's there what, is an eight hour expedition both you ways. You just got to say that's part of the journey. Greg Barris, however, said that if you fly into Reno and you do the bus that they provide, it's a two hour bus ride, and that bus goes straight in. And then that bus goes straight out and you fly from Reno back to L.A. And it's just a matter of if that's how you want to go in or out. And also, if you are so fortunate to where your group is it's bringing your there. stuff in. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, can Moshe we, does it all the time. Can we figure out that? Route? Yeah. I mean, that's – I would – like, Moshe is a veteran. Like, that. The Corey, Moshe, Greg, like, any of the friends that I know that that go and do it. Because if, like, if we do it with Dave Holmes – then we can just all be part of his Esquire article and rope him into doing our thing. Yeah, yeah. And then we kind of get that angle of it too. Yeah. But I love the two ideas we just came up with. Those I are do good. Too. Those are great. Like well, that mailing is great. Us. And then like at night, be like, yeah, I don't know if it, we could the the bar like whatever we call it. like the cabin. But come on down to the cabins. Even the bar is called the Cabin Supreme. You can only order the Cabin Supreme. You can't say those things. Though. You have to say something else. That's so funny. Yeah, I'll do a raspberry. <laughs> you guys Magito. ever you ever had upside down raspberry? You got it. Do you, what, what do you like? You vodka? You do tequila? <laughs> I do vodka. You got it. Make the same drink over and over again. I think this is genius. <laughs> oh, I love that a little dartboard. Have a little dartboard on the side. Um, Caleb, this is a fantastic uh, letter. I hope your experience there. I gotta say, uh, if you were there the whole week, how about you give us a little follow up for the Patreon about uh, how your week went, knowing that this year was more chaotic than all the others uh, that I'm aware of that friends have gone to. Why don't you let us know how your yeah, week panned out? The what were the craziest shit like? Even if you left before the rains really came in, like let us know what what it was like overall instead of just that first moment of pure bliss drinking your. Root beer. Let us know what day five, six, and seven looked like. Caleb, we wish you well. We wish you well. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, your pen pal, Rory Scovel. And Rory Scovel. Yeah. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, 
The next, an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to on Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature. And of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Plugs and hugs, folks. Plug it out, dude. Plug it out. Go to our websites. I mean, come, what are we talking about here? Yeah, you know, let's see if I got them all. RoyScoville.com. I got dates coming up. Uh, go there. And uh, you'll find out about those dates. Go to Apple TV, uh, Apple TV Plus, and watch physical uh, season three. Season three. And uh, my special will be out in February. Go to DanielVanKirk.com uh, for all tour dates yep. there. And uh, his movie Wine Club. You're going to hear more about him promoting it and trailers. And if there's going to be a LA premiere, because uh, it already premiered. Was that a film festival? So I think I don't know if it'd be a premiere, mm-hmm. but if there's going to be an LA premiere. Um, Go to uh, follow, you know, it'll be announced maybe on the website, but also Instagram. These are great outlets for great. immediate information. Yeah, um, I don't know. What else did you have? You have anything? No. I was going to say the penpalspot at gmail.com. Penpalspot at gmail.com, folks. Also, if you uh, are saying to yourself, like, oh, man, remember when there weren't ads? You can do that. Oh, over on Apple Music, you can, or, or Apple Podcasts, you can get um, ad-free for five bucks a month to all the Big Money Players Network. Every single Big Money Players yeah. show that they have, which I think is 12 different Feels shows. Right. Yeah. For five bucks, you can Not listen to them us. all. You get them all. Not just us. You can listen to them all. And if you yeah. love that and you think that's a cool thing, spread it around, tell people. Also, in general, grow the show. Keep growing the show. We always need people to grow uh, the show. So don't stop uh, ever doing that. Thank you very much. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that's everything. I think so too. Um, oh, I'll say the Pen Pals Podcast, fifty four nineteen Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number one twenty one, Los Angeles, California nine zero zero two seven. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Jingle, 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 jingle. Why do I keep? You're doing it. I'm not even like doing it. It's our charm. Let's add that in. Later. Part of our charm. You don't have to do that, Lisa. Greetings from Omaha. All right. Dear DVK and the Honorable Gentleman from South Carolina, Rory Scoville. Okay, so I was second, but 
I like that my title, I had a title. Well, they felt like they had to compensate. And and I'm okay with it. I actually, if if you ever going to write us a letter and you need my name to go second, I'm going to need some some compliments, adjectives. Love you uh, both. DVK on my radar first due to Sklar's. Rory is my spirit animal as a fellow dad and one of the reasons we subscribe to Apple+. Plus. Boom, physical. <laughs> the past two years, I have been having the time of my life working as a high school football official. Oh, From late August to mid-October, I am refing three to four football games a week. From a freshman game on Monday, JV games on Thursday, Saturday, and Friday Night Lights, varsity games. Oh, love that. I am thrilled to be on the field with the players and coaches. My wife jokes that I look like a kid on Christmas morning every time I get my ref gear ready before heading to a game. I've wanted to ref for a long time, but when I finally took the steps to do so, I had a nagging feeling that officiating would not be as awesome as I'd built it up to be. Boy, was I wrong. My question <laughs> to you... My pen pals, is this, has there been something in your life that you have wa always wanted to do and when you finally did it, did it, did it meet or exceed your expectations? Obviously, stand-up would be a likely answer, but I'm curious if there are other options. Very truly yours, Greg, I'll say it, at Cube50 with a K. P.S. For what it's worth, I'd like to claim responsibility for coining the term the Great Cracker Barrel Riff-Off of 2018. <laughs> I wrote in my five-star review as my contribution to hashtag grew the shoe back in the day. I can provide proof if needed. After sharing that episode, my wife became a huge fan. P.P.S. Daniel Van Kirk, we will be in the crowd when you are in Lincoln on 11-3. I, I have restaurant recommendations if needed. Bling, 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 bling. Um, yes, they were there. They hand they. Uh, I talked to them, and he goes, "Hey, I don't know. I wrote in this letter. I was, I was about being a ref. I go, you like how it was Christmas Day." He goes, "Oh my god, go, yeah, we read them, dude. We read them all. <laughs> Just because it hasn't yeah. been on the show yet doesn't yeah, mean yeah. it did not get read." Yeah. Uh, okay, man. There's a lot of different ways. Did you? Go I always you. There's. Like referees want to be referees. It's yeah. such a thankless job. I mean, it's You've almost got the opposite. To want it's, to do it. Yeah, the only sometimes recognition you get is horrible. You're only like when you get a call right, that's the expectation. Yep. Even if it was a difficult call to make, and yep. there's plenty. Yep. Especially in real time, football in particular. And they're understaffed. We're, it's the same game as the NFL. All yes. the same plays, yes. all the same movements, all the same players, all the same dimensions. No playback. And I like probably a third. I'm, yeah. I could be even, it could be even less than that, but maybe a quarter of the refs they get in yeah. the NFL or college. And think about some of these like high schools. It's not like they're playing on pristine field-level conditions. Some oh. of them are like kind of shitty fields. Yeah. Um, and you're oh, running around. Dixon, Illinois. Thank you. I was. That's who actually I was going to say. But like in real time going, did he catch it where the feet in? And there's no, oh, let me go check. Right. Let me have another person. No, you're the guy right there. Did he get a foot in or not? Right. And you have to just decide. Right. And sometimes that can be someone's season. Oh, that can, be, that can make that person, uh, you might have made that kid a hero. You might have just changed that kid's life and by you know getting the I call hate? right. We are picturing that our, uh, our pen pal here, Greg, is uh, very good. But... There are, and I'm sure you experienced them, there are refs who really want to make it their game. Oh, one million percent. And I, to me, I can't those are some them. of the worst people in the world. They're the worst people. They are the, the worst people. Off, the, off court. Especially when it's kids. Off field. But even adults. Angel Hernandez. The, um, uh, the worst. The worst umpire in the all worst. of baseball. In all of sports. You're you're not you you're probably right. <laughs> in all actually. of sports, he is the amount of wrong, garbage. the amount of wrong, and not close wrong, not even close, but wrong and almost like vindictive mm -hmm. wrong. There was another guy. Oh, so last name getting fired up. West, I think he was also an up. He was horrible. He he, Angel Hernandez has done this too. They almost goad the exactly. player into arguing with that. They yes. create the argument. Yes. And yes. then they kick them out. They want the spotlight. And I it's just... It's a fucking mental illness. There's a there's a ref in Northern Illinois... Narcissism. Yes. Yeah. There's a ref in Northern Illinois that, like, I've talked to... Uh, one of my best friends is the head football coach, Kyle. And, you know, he'll be coach like... Kyle. He'll be like, well, we had so-and-so tonight. And I, instantly what that means is there's, like, 10 holding calls. Just stuff... It's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to make this your game. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. That... Look, I do not think... 
parents and you know obviously physical altercations is insane but like screaming and treating horribly and i and i i bet you overwhelmingly almost any person certainly in youth sports and up and down the line are doing it are doing for the, the love of the game and they're doing the best they want they it to be fair and they want it to be great and neutral but man those every once in a while did you have any in college that yes. you were you just, just like get the, they and just you know you want. can't even say anything it's like arguing with a flight attendant yeah. like when a flight attendant's yes. wrong and you're like well I can't really push this because at any point you can go oh get off the plane it's a personality uh, that finally has some authority and some power and they Runs. relish it Ugh. and they don't They've get it in any other thing they don't nope. have it they don't have it they're not the they're not the boss at something else. And this, the times I want to look at those people and go, hey, just so you know, this is happening and this is like this for you because you you either can't give or receive love. Yeah. And also your kid doesn't love you. Yeah. And I say that. And I always get Did you have it. games that were lost by refs in college? Or? For sure. Yes. And you were by just bad like, calls. And you just, it just kills you. Kills um, you. My dad was a basketball referee. He did church league all the time, and he did uh, all the way to high school. I remember my sister and I used to go watch him officiate high school basketball games. And I'll never forget, we were at J.L. Mann, rival high school to where I went mm -hmm. to high school. And I can't remember how old we are. Let's say like fourth, fifth grade, something like that, middle school or uh, elementary school. And this guy, this one student, who at the time I think is like an adult, looking back, he's 16, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is like screaming at my dad. like, And it's like a timeout or something. And we're near this guy. And my dad just walks over. And my dad would like love, I could tell he like loved these moments. But he just walked over and he was just like, you want to watch the rest of the game or do you want to leave now? And the kid was like, what? And he goes, do you want to watch the rest of the game or do you want me to throw you out and you don't get to watch the rest of the game? And the kid was like, like, shut up. It was like, you you can't. What are you going to do? Say something back and go, I got kicked out of the game. Like, you almost have to if you're trying to worry about yeah, value yeah, yeah, amongst yeah, your friends. Yeah. But literally, everybody was like, oh, man, he told you. And I remember we were like, that's our dad. Our dad told that fucking. But yet now when you look back, you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. My dad was, I don't know, late 30s or 40s yeah. talking to a kid. <laughs> like, of course he owned him. Um, but yeah, my dad, I used to love going to like, you know, the Friday night basketball games at these high schools. Like usually another referee would have his kid there and we would yeah. like go play yeah. and then you'd Popcorn. watch it like, but the White energy, bag. the energy was always insane. You know, yeah. it was always so much fun, but I got to say my dad like loved it. He loved it to the point where he would watch referees in other basketball games, like professional and all this stuff. I mean, it kill, would kill him, the amount of, like, traveling in the NBA and how he's just like, it's not difficult. Like, what are you – like, the, these calls are insane. Like, when any kind of call that would go – and my dad, my dad was an anti-Michael Jordan, but any call that was, like, favorable to Michael Jordan, he goes, you, you ruin the game if you need to make this guy – he's already great. Yeah. You're going to pay to see him. You're not ruining right. the value of the sport. Right. This is insane. Yeah. But if you're just like, ah, let me just kind of give it to him, you may if you if you break the line of the rules, then people go, Well, of course he's great. Right. Well, we don't maybe we'd all be great at a thing if someone gave us a little bit of leeway. Yeah. 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 I just remember watching him watch any game and it was what like I do like is when a ref gets very into the call. <laughs> like yes. I look, I like a fucking strike. I know. And I also like yeah. in, in basketball when it's the Yeah. <laughs> going the other way it's always that yeah and it's, it's why is it this boom boom right what's that mean charging foul what i think is that's that? a charge it, that, uh, yeah offensive foul yeah. i think yeah and then yeah. <laughs> but yeah. why this i don't know it's always that i don't know did i tell you the i don't know if i ever told this that story. was for the watch crew uh when my dad was a basketball referee him and his friend jimmy bennett were uh for Love church jimmy. league and they would bet each other. I can't remember if I told you. They would bet each other, like, dinner. Who, if you blew your whistle first, oh, you, you had to buy this. dinner. I love and this. And so they would just be like, it would go out of bounds and be like, red ball! Like, they would blow the whistle. Oh! Like, foul! So they'd calls. So you were like, just blow the whistle. And like, they were like... <laughs> Do you know about the school? Lissa probably knows about this. Do you guys, you know about the school that they don't, it's a college and they don't cheer until like the 10th point of the game or the 11th point of the game? That's so creepy. And then, and then they, 
it's like dead silent. It's yeah. dead silent. And it all looks like normal students. And then when they get to like the 11th, it's some designated number. When they get to the 11th point of the game, they storm the field. Costumes come out. Like banners go in the air. Yeah. Like there's bubbles being blown. A cotton candy That's machine insane. gets brought up. The place becomes A giraffe is just yes, there. I, it's not that wild. But um, – <laughs> It is the most insane, like, all of a sudden, like, spur the one, all these crazy instances of people doing stuff, and then they have to, like, clear the court yeah, yeah, and yeah, put yeah. it all the way back. Did you so, f- Taylor, you a technical Taylor University. In Indiana? Yeah, so they do okay. their... Basketball? Yeah. They do their silent night game. Yeah. It's, uh, they take a vow of silence on the Friday before finals start. So, uh, they, yeah, they don't make any noise until the team scores its 10th point. Yeah. Oh, and then And then it's bedlam. Which also, there are videos of use, it that we do not use enough. Bedlam. Oh, they're the best. That are unreal. Yeah. yeah. Daniel, has there been something in your life oh, that you yeah. have always wanted to do, and when you finally did it, did it meet or exceed your expectations? I would say going going to the <clears throat> island of Kauai. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but not from a like luxury or like vacation pina colada standpoint. But yeah, just yeah, yeah, the yeah. nature, like being out yeah. in the nature of it. Big Sur. When I the first time I went to Big Sur, I was like, oh, "All right, yes, this is breathtaking." Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of mine tend to be like out outdoorsy stuff like yeah. that. Uh, you know, what's I, crazy about doing comedy is don't you kind of always feel that it's always just out in front of you? Yeah, that it's always evolving. There's I think that's what it should real, be. There's never a real stand back and be like, "Well, this yeah. is what I thought it would be." Well, I think it's that's... always. Some combination of accomplishment and imposter syndrome and, like, wanting to do the next thing. I think that's art. I think that's – I think what you just said, like, to me, that is art. But also it's how you can decipher what you think is, like, like – art and what is, like, yeah, it's it's art, but it's money. Like, and for example, like a Thomas Kincaid painting – like painter of light. Yeah. yeah, you look at it and you go, I mean, yeah, like it's yeah, okay, I get it, but it you don't get the impression that it's out in front of him. <laughs> you just look at the impression like, oh yeah, you he got the things it. and you make and you got the mall and people coming by, but but like as an artist, it's kind of always out in front of you, and that's but you what's wouldn't exciting be surprised about if he it. was in this room and said same for me. You'd be like, okay, yeah. I believe you then. Think like, about how exciting that is. I mean, yeah. he might, he yeah. might, who knows? He right. might be like, I'm trying to think other things. Like, man, it doesn't seem like it, but okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's someone when they try to do, uh, when they try to do something new. I mean, Chris Gaines is born out of that, being like, I want to, uh, Garth Brooks, I want to do something Dude, different. Do you, know, do you know the whole story behind that? No. It was supposed to be a movie. Oh, okay. And so that was the character, and then the movie got scrapped, but they never just did the music part so it made it seem so much farther out of context than <laughs> right. it was supposed to be yeah still wild yeah still, still wild, wild to like commit to it and do it and <laughs> yes. i'm doing an album but yeah. also that's art it's like True. what it, uh, that's out in front of me I'm, I'm curious about it i gotta say for me i know i talk about this a lot but um the 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 really delving into painting i that is not something i was sitting here always wanting to do, but it was something that when I finally kind of started to want to really do it, I realized I always did want to do it. And I got to say the activity of it and, um, me actually liking what I'm doing has far exceeded my expectations because five years ago, if you said, can you paint? I would say no. And if you even said, well, do you think you could ever get good at painting? I would say no, because I don't even know what we're talking about. But if you said, do you think painters are cool? I would go, yeah, I just, there's something I am. I, I've, I've talked about this before, um, but it, there's an attraction that I have to painters standing with their paintings and like just there's something in the air that I am, am attracted to. And I think it's the whatever that space must be of being like, yeah, I painted this and like, I know I know how to paint a thing mm-hmm. and I don't need you to like it or whatever. So I would say that is kind of a, a thing that that I did not expect to ever be doing or wanting to do or finding peace in uh doing it. So yeah, 
at some point I did go, oh, I want to, I think I want to do this. And it has far exceeded my expectations as like an activity. That's awesome. To mix up the answer a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I bet there's so many of these things we could check off, uh, uh, and say that like we wanted to do or still wanted. Have to you ever do been to Amsterdam? No. I bet it would exceed your expectations, even if you had high ones. Yeah, you would go. Oh, there's something. Pe- have you been I'm Dutch? Well, because you you would feel your DNA would light up. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, I think you would just go. This is not at all what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and you'll like it. And you'll go. Oh, this is this ex- my expect my this is like almost another category of my expectations. Yeah, it's just so peacefully wonderful. Oh, I love it. Oh, people who live there are like, we hate it. (laughs) All right, Craig, we love you for sending this in. I don't know that you started the great cracker barrel riff off of 2018. I believe Greg. (laughs) Hashtag I believe Greg. Shanley. Is he still around? You know, Shanley. uh, He came to the show. It was great to see him. Yeah. He's still around. Well, I mean, what do you mean he's still still around? around He came to the shows. In a compendium sense. No, I wouldn't be. I would have been like, I don't even think they're. You let that go. <laughs> yeah, they probably let it go. <laughs> All right. Well, Greg, I guess we'll never know if you started the great I, Cracker Barrel riff off. Gre- I, for one, believe you, Greg. And you know what? I could believe you too. We just will never know. We'll never know. Thanks so much for sending this in. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.